Hi, this is Bobby. This is Aaron. And you're listening to, listening to the Cast Chasers. Cast Chasers Podcast. And you're listening to the Cast Chasers Podcast. Hey there, Cast Chasers. This week, we're taking some time to reflect on the events of the past few weeks with this pandemic and to shine a spotlight on some of the great things being done in the whiskey community as a result. We also discuss how groups, just like ours, have adjusted to the virtual way of life, including some of the creative ways everyone is keeping their routines going. With none of the guys in the studio, it's also just a great time to kick back and catch up with each other. So pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cash Chasers Podcast. Everybody, welcome to the Cash Chasers Podcast, another quarantine edition of the Cash Chasers Podcast. We hope everybody out there is safe, healthy, and um, we appreciate you taking a little time to download the show and listen and allow us some time to provide you a little uh, little reprieve from the craziness. So we're glad you're here. Just like last week, we don't have everybody in the studio for the uh, for obvious reasons. We're all quarantined, but the show must go on via Skype. And calling in, we have uh, Mr. Bobby Bird. Hey, buddy. How's it? Great. And Aaron Pross. Hey, everybody. Glad hey, to be here. He well, is. not here, but I'm, I'm over here. Yeah, you're there. I can see you. They can't, but I, but they can That's hear you. True. Well, <laughs> well, they never can see me. So, I mean, it's really not much of a difference to them aside from I sound a little weirder, probably. That's an excellent point. Wow. Uh, <laughs> to, quote, to quote one Mr. Martin Duffy, mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> That's the best intro ever, man. I'm actually going to I'm going to take that piece and just pop it into to random episodes now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. Maybe like right now. Mind blown. Um <laughs> That's the laugh. Yeah. There it is. There it is. <laughs> old, old 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 man Wheezy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, old man swallowed a whistle. <laughs> We call it Aaron Old Whistle Pig. Yeah. <laughs> oh. My face hurts from I'm laughing a lot on this. Thank you guys. Yeah, man. Um, hey, listen, we all you know, everything shut down, everything in the world shut down, it seems like, and uh we we did went back and forth. We talked about it last week of whether we keep this thing going and sound quality was our least of our concerns if we could keep the show going. So this is this is the beauty of it. It's it's raw and Uncut. I think it's great. It'll probably be. This, this is what we really sound like. We're cutting that. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, we uh, we wanted to take this episode in particular uh, because we know times are tough. We know that uh, th- there's a lot of unknowns out there, but there's there's silver lining to all of this, and and uh, that that silver lining is just how much. All of these businesses are stepping up to the plate, especially small businesses, uh, businesses that don't typically do the manufacturing that they're doing right now, uh, whether it be masks or gowns or ventilators or all of these things that we hear on the news. Uh, but especially for us, the distilleries that have that have stepped up to the plate all over the country and, and all over the world and switched their, their operations from whiskey to hand sanitizers. Which is, I mean, it, it's so 
it makes sense. But before this, I would never have thought that that's how hand sanitizer is made. To be very honest, I had no clue. Um, but it makes well, sense. I was, <laughs> I was lucky enough at work to get a bottle of, um, well, I don't have it, but work had it. And I can't remember the name of the distillery. It's not even one I've heard of. It's something somewhere else. A guy got a guy got it from his dad. It was ninety ninety percent ethanol, right. and um, no other ingredient that I know of. And then they mixed in some type of lotion into it. And I think they mixed like, aloe. Yeah. And I actually looked for the nose on it. It was awful. <laughs> Poignant. <laughs> then I drank it and. Uh... I totally bash it online for flavor. I'm like, it's terrible. No, what you do is you review it as a whiskey. <laughs> You're like, I've never tasted a more thick whiskey in all my life. I don't know what they're um, doing over there. But... Talk about the mouthfeel a whole lot. Cinnamon. Cinnamon on the nose. It's and the coloring is is virtually clear. I mean, there's a few bubbles in there, but it's clear. Okay, people, I don't I don't know what. Wouldn't steal it. Sticks to you. <laughs> <laughs> right now you would. Right now you would. I tell you that. Yeah. Would you steal it? Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't steal it. Couldn't if I tried. <laughs> a year from now, y'all got any of that hand sanitizer booze? Yeah. A, no, but it's 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 really we and you know I've heard Aaron say it. We've said it. I've said it. And Aaron, I, Aaron and I have been lucky enough to put on a few charity events. Mm-hmm. Scott, you've been a big part of them. Whiskey community is amazingly charitable and they just go above and beyond to do more for the community than you would expect them to. Not even in this time. I mean, I've seen, we've done charity events, you know, been a part of charity events and it's just amazing. They shut down production and I think our local painted stave distillery for the local the police department, yeah. just gallons of yeah. sanitizer. And uh, there's distilleries that are shutting down and using their lines to make masks um, and to box masks and things like that. So it's it's mind blowing. It's amazing, and I'm 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 pumped for them. Uh, don't forget our bartenders and our servers out there too. You know they're no longer serving booze. They're whiskey or alcohol. They're out there serving food, packing lunches for schools and uh, local community things like that too. So. The whole community is just being amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah, uh, and it's Painted Stave was one that I, I was following following closely, and the um, I, I feel like they were, you know, in my world where I, the ones I follow, Painted Stave was the forefront. Man, they they were there early. They shut down early and switched uh, immediately to to doing this, and then the uh, the response from the community, uh, you know, an interesting thing is they they were limiting it to their community. They wanted to make sure that it was not people coming, you know, coming from, you know, these uh, far reaching areas and and just trying to to gouge a bunch of uh, hand sanitizer. They wanted to make sure that it was going directly to the local community. So they they got involved with the police department and uh, some local uh, local officials there. And and that's just one of a hundred, if not a thousand stories uh, that I've seen throughout this whole time. And. It's really it, it's really inspiring. We talked about it a couple times already, but and and not just whiskey. Uh, all these businesses that are, they, you know, they sit back and they're like, "Well, man, we have fabric. What can we do? Or we have plastic. What can we do?" 
it's really really amazing to see that you know even in uh, in in my industry you know I work in a, in a, for a science company and we're help our company helps build some of the the testing equipment that's going that's going into use right now for for the virus but aside from that we have companies that send us uh, you know the parts and pieces to make our machines but they're most a lot of them are in China. And China's, I think, coming out of the woods a little bit. They reached out to us and said, we have all these extra masks. Do you guys, can you guys use them? And so before we could even answer, they sent them to us. And, you know, our our building is shut down. So we couldn't use them. So we took them right to the local hospitals. I mean, it's just amazing to see all of these stories, whiskey especially, but all, you know, outside of whiskey as well. And to hear all these different things that are going on, stepping up in, when, you know, when times are tough. I watched a distiller they, uh, from Emirate Distillery um, last night give a presentation on his whiskey and walk us through the process, walk us through tasting notes. It's just, it's not just the sanitize, it's them coming on and teaching classes, you know, oh, wow. how to make this cool stuff like big industries are doing it, small industries are doing it, educating them. Well, one one thing to to sort of spin off what you're what you're saying there, Bobby, is and I a lot of industries are doing this, but you know we're we we obviously see more of what's going on in the whiskey industry, but um, I've seen a lot of just like you said, like the head distiller of you know this this brand, the um, master blender of this brand, just giving almost like just webinars as to you know like their product, walking you through it, etc. And, uh, just the whiskey community, we've, we've, we've mentioned a bunch of just like whiskey groups, Facebook groups, uh, tasting groups, whatever, um, on our podcast before. And most of these are doing like, uh, online get togethers or like Zoom get togethers and that sort of thing. Like our group does a monthly tasting where we all get together anyway, but uh, a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the, Whiskey groups are doing similar things. They've just sort of switched to an online tasting. And then I've seen a handful of whiskey groups that never get together in person that are just online only, just like throwing something up on their page. Hey, who would be interested in doing like a, like a, um, web chat or a video chat or a zoom or whatever? And I'm seeing that pop up all over. Um, uh, distillers, brand ambassadors. Um, I know a couple of them have reached out to us and just said, Hey, can we do a presentation on our whiskey, uh, for, for your group? So it's just really interesting to see just the, the, the humanity as a whole, number one. And then number two, uh, the whiskey community, just how, how they're all sort of stepping up. And I mean, part of it is, you know, just smart business, keeping yourself, you know, top of mind. But another part of it is just, you know, pulling us all out of this funk a little bit that, you know, is day in, day out, people not leaving the house and all that sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's re- in, in time, in times of crisis, sometimes it's very easy to see, to look at the bad, to see sort of the worst in humanity. Um, Anytime there's, you know, a crisis, terrorist attack, any of these sort of things, you can easily see the worst of humanity. I mean, we all saw videos online of like, you know, ladies fighting over uh, toilet paper at a grocery store and oh, that sort yeah. of thing. 
you see that sort of thing, but you also see, I think, the best of humanity at these points in time. And one thing I said about this versus a lot of the other things that, you know, I mean, I've, I've only been around for uh, 30, 40 years, um, but I've seen uh, in this particular case, it affects everybody. You know, it's, it's, we're all going through this together, like, as a, as a species, almost. I got a little deep there, I guess, but I mean, that's, it's, that's just one thing I'm seeing. It's just everybody coming together in the whiskey community, as we always say, is some of the, they're, they're some of the most generous people in the world. And I'm just really seeing that shine right now. Tell me, guys, what do you, uh, what do you see from the group? You know, from the Cash Chasers group, what is the, you know, what's the, what's the feel there? People are doing interesting things. Um, uh, like Aaron said, we have a, we've done a few Skype videos, uh, right now we're trying to figure out how to do dual videos on Facebook. Yeah. Impossible task. You know, the split screen. Uh, but people are positive. I think people just want to keep moving forward and want to talk about that's where we're seeing all the activity and, and what people are involved in and the good they're doing. And, and it just, blo- I, I wanted to say, I, I reached out to, um, Freddie, Freddie Johnson from Buffalo Trace yesterday. And I was just like, Hey, what's going on, man? I hope everything's good with you. Thinking he was going to be like, yeah, we're fine. But, um, he's like, well, they're keeping me in a bubble because I'm an older guy, but all we're trying to do is see what we can do for the community and we're, we're doing the best we can to help out. And I'm thinking that's where your mind goes. You know what I mean? It's just people just want to do good, and then people just want to go home and have whiskey and talk about it. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of cool, and you know, and I'm I'm glad that we I feel like we're part of that in a way. I mean, we provide a service for people to sit around and listen. So hopefully, we're entertaining and we're doing our part. You know, I don't know how to make hand sanitizer right. or masks. So, but this is our <laughs> this is our service, right? This is our service. You know, and we did um, we did a first ever virtual tasting too, which was very cool, and I think that was that was quite the success, man. We did it on was that Zoom that we did? Yeah, yeah, it and was, it, it was it was amazing. How many were on that? I mean, it was a few people. I think I think at one point we had about twenty people on. There, it was a yeah, decent amount of people to all be on there at the same time. Yeah, just went around and let everybody talk about what they were drinking and. You know, some people gave tasting notes. Some people are like, this is this. It's good. I'm, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> it's there to listen and hang out. Which is but, cool, uh, too. Which is cool, too. And, and you know, again, something, it's things like that that will be takeaways from, you know, this this, this period of time that I, that's something that probably should keep going because how many people were able to attend that that can't come to a live tasting and see the group talk to talk to the guys and, and uh and girls, and um, you know, enjoy some whiskey together. And, and you know, Russ went on for for a while, giving us uh, all, a ton of great information. And uh, you know, some people would pay good money to hear it, listen to some of that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> people do pay good money to people listen do to pay good money, Russ, right? <laughs> Russ to talk about whiskey for a little while. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, no, we're and we're see we're we're seeing that stuff all all around. Um, I've sat in on a couple similar, uh, like Zoom whiskey tastings with other groups and all of them, I think most of them that I sat in on, they were like the first Zoom tasting for that group. And it's always a little clunky, but it, 
you know, it like the way we did it, you know, we went around and each person kind of talked about whatever whiskey you have at home. Um, one, I, I saw one group, um, the leader was sort of just doing almost a blind tasting just himself and, you know, switching stuff around. And it was, it was kind of fun. It was like watching bad magic. Um, but the, um, <laughs> I, uh, and I told him that too, to his face. So, um, but, uh, then I saw, uh, there, there's other groups that are going above and beyond that have maybe, uh, fewer people than we do, or, um, uh, they have, you know, tastings where they know exactly who's going to show up and that sort of thing. And they're like shipping, um, like little taster bottles of like three to four whiskeys to all of their members and just going, okay, we'll all be tasting the same thing on this night, you know, like the five of us or whatever. So I've been seeing a lot of different sort of tastings happening um, in different groups too. So it just, just the way, again, the whiskey community is stepping up and I, I've gotten to talk, you know, quote face to face with a lot of people in some of these groups from all over the, not even all over the country, all over the world that I've never gotten to do before. People that I normally am, you know, like Facebook chatting with, typing with, texting with, that sort of thing. Just have like an actual face to face conversation with them. And, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. And and you get to, you, you get a peek in on people's like real lives too, which I think is really neat. In, in a way as well, you know, oh, so-and-so has a, has a dog. This person's got a cat. Oh, this person's got some kids in the background. And it's just, it's just neat. You, you get yeah. to peel it's it back a little bit. Weird things you learn based on video. And <laughs> I think it's a, you know, it's all of these things that have these nuances, you know, that have come up from this. And, and Aaron, the way you, the way you said, uh, you know, we have this face-to-face meeting, and it's so mind-boggling to me the way face-to-face has changed in the matter of weeks. You know, for uh, uh, face-to-face is is what we're doing right now. We're on a virtual. You guys can't see it at home, but you know, we're on a a virtual Skype call with video, and we can see each other, but we're not in the same room. And it's so crazy to me how that's become the norm so quickly. Because you know, we've done virtual happy hours. We do you know, obviously, the virtual meetings at work and. We do all these you know, things with just, you know, friends and, and um, uh, you know, birthdays are online now, just everything. And it's so crazy to me that, that how quickly that has become the normal. And, and so when and when I hear things like, you know, we met face to face and you know, we're on a video call, it's like that's that's leaping into like the 22nd century. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think, too, I, I think what's neat is. We, we've been, we're spoiled a little bit, you know, when yeah. you approached Aaron about a podcast, you know, you were already doing it. You had a successful podcast, have a, su- a successful podcast. So we came into a studio with equipment, which, you know, you could edit all these crazy things. We don't have to do anything but talk. This watching professionals, other professionals, whiskey professionals, distillers, you know, like Aaron's talking about people, names in the industry do videos. And the sound quality is not quite right. And it's a little choppy video. This, we're used to clean, well-produced videos. And here we are, probably sounding choppy. It's a metaphor that we're all just, we're just trying our best. Yeah. We're trying to make something, you know what I mean? We're trying to do our best to just stay positive and keep the thing moving and, you know, keep humanity normal, I guess, and look for normality. And I just think that's, I think that's amazing. I think it's beautiful. And 
I'm just lucky that we have, you know, I prop my phone up, throw on Skype, and we can still do this. Yeah. And I think in a, in a weird way, this has forced us to appreciate all these things that we've had, in, you know, in our hand and, and ha- overlooked so often that, you know, now it's like, man, I have the ability to talk, to see you guys, talk to you guys over the computer, my phone, whatever. Um, and how often have we just overlooked that ability until now? And it's like, I can't talk to anybody in person anymore. And I have all of these other options that now I appreciate so much. Isn't, I mean, it's just a kind of, it's amazing that, that in, in the matter of weeks, we've gone from just not paying attention to that to appreciate, appreciating it more than ever. Um, which is, which is amazing. And, and to your point, you, you see all of these major productions happening from people's homes. I mean, I watch the news and all the news, you know, I get the weather report from, from, uh, Glenn Hurricane Schwartz's living uh, from his office, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah. It's crazy. I, I mean, all the news channels, the, the people are doing them from home. Uh, we, we are, we're friends with, uh, some, with one of the news anchors in NBC 10. And, you know, he was telling us that you can only do, uh, he can only, they can only have one anchor in the studio at a time. So that's why you see, you know, the other ones doing it from home. And there's one, you know, they normally they would do two anchors at, you know, five o'clock or six o'clock. And that's all gone. One person in the studio at, the, at any given time, uh, which is, you know, like, like Jimmy Fallon and all the late night shows, they're doing them from their houses now. And it's just, it's so crazy to watch all of these big names. Like you said, Bobby, keep the ball rolling, but they're doing the same thing we're doing right here, right now. They're on a Skype call on their computer with, with the same quality that we've got going on right now. Jimmy Fallon. doing uh, yeah, the same thing. Uh, And the funny thing to me is, you know, like I've, just sort of like here and there purchased like pretty low end, like decent brand, but low end, you know, like, uh, audio stuff, this stuff, that stuff, whatever, just to have, cause I like messing around with, you know, videos and it's all cheaply done videos and that sort of thing. And I watch some of this stuff coming out and I'm like, wow, I'm like, you add a $20 microphone to that and your quality soars from there. And it's just, it's, it's so funny to just to see, to see all that. But like, I love it at the same time too, because it's, you know, it just show, it just show, like you said, it just goes to show you we're all the same. We're all in the same boat. We're all doing this together. I mean, they were doing uh, last weekend, um, a couple of weeks, I don't know, recently they were doing a concert. And it was like Elton John oh, and like yeah. a handful of other people, like all from their living rooms with yes. like whatever equipment they had. And it's like, it's just like, it's like, that's so cool to it me is. to see, to see that, just to see that kind of stuff. It is. And it, re- it's, uh, I watched that same concert, Aaron, and it was, it, it, it's also in a way, it reminds me that it's not just me going through this. When you sit there and see all the celebrities, and you were right. I mean, every single one of them were, were were doing the concert from their house. And not just that concert, but on social media, one of the cool things that's come out of this are all the live videos that celebrities are doing and all the concerts from home that musicians are doing. Uh, but yeah, it's a good reminder that that it's not just me. It's not just us. It's everybody. I mean, when Elton John's doing a TV show from his from his living room, you know, it's like it's everybody. It's amazing. And you bring up a you bring up a great point that I hadn't thought about either. I, I, I sort of have and I haven't. Um, 
in my in uh in my office today where we maintain social distancing um in my office today we were um we were talking about it and like could you imagine if this had happened in like even as recently as like 1995 oh man like everything would just shut down like we don't have we don't have you know like this this video video chat capability that we that we have now um we don't have any of that stuff and just like stuff would just shut down and like it we, we'd all just sit in our house and you know like wait for wait for a phone call or wait to hear on the radio or whatever that you know this was happening and, and now it's safe to go outside or whatever so like just the access that we i i feel like that's something we take for granted too the access we have yeah. to information to the outside world that's the thing um, that's something to really take for granted. And I, I just, if nothing else, I've gained a ton of perspective from, from all this. I feel, I imagine yeah. coming out of the end of this and just like, yeah. it's like coming out of a cave after 15 years in the dark. And you're just like, you forget how to talk. You forget how to interact with people. You're, and you're just like, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, like, I don't, it's probably better to have this conversation in a meeting one-on-one scott but i'm never coming in the studio again this is how i do it from now on (laughs) that's a great point though how many businesses are going to come out of this and say we got by just fine without any of you in the room right you know i and (laughs) you were working off a 20 dollar microphone and we just spent you know fifty thousand dollars on that equipment a year ago yeah it's it's so true though but i think about that all the time it's like how many people how many businesses are going to say, "Man, we're really going to find out which meetings were essential and non-essential." <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? It's weird that we'll never shake another person's hand again. I it can tell it you is. That. I've gotten really good at shaking my own, though. Look at this. This is good. And this Hell, is- <laughs> it's the things quarantine do to you, man. You should put on a Cast Chasers talent show where you just shake your own hand on stage. See, I did that wrong. <laughs> we'll get risky and shake someone else's hand and people will be like, what's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> the edgiest thing on TV. Oh, have you guys done this? So I, I'll be watching like just like a movie or TV or something and like, Somebody will like shake somebody's hand or hug somebody like on just like a random show. And like, I'm like, <gasps> like, <laughs> like I'm watching them. And like, That's just, right. just like a random movie. Yeah. Somebody will be like, oh, good to meet you. And I'm like, oh, you're shaking. Hand. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. This is this is not how it's always been. <laughs> I actually I sit back. I've watched uh, videos from like a year ago, you know, live videos or concerts or something. And you know, you see all these people packed in the stadiums. And I'm like, you naive bastards. You, <laughs> <laughs> you selfish people <laughs> what's everybody drinking let's get back to some whiskey shall we i'm supporting local bullshine bourbon oh nice. uh, maryland distillery i am actually uh i pulled out a, another one we talked about it last week how we you know we I, I, was, I was pulling stuff out that i don't normally uh reach for but the jameson ipa edition i pulled out just because it, it's almost one. gone too but i that's such a good that's such a good one. And I bought the Jameson uh, coffee, the coffee one. And I haven't tried it yet. How is the... Uh, oh, okay. Well, I guess... I haven't tried it yet. Maybe, I'm saving... the next episode. We'll I'm saving out. it. And I can say it because this episode will come out later uh, that I bought Jonathan one for his birthday, which is on Monday. 
And uh, so I bought him one. I'm going to drop it off on his doorstep, and then we're going to crack it open together virtually. <laughs> you know what's funny is I often think about getting you guys a bottle of whiskey on your birthdays. Do you? Thanks, buddy, because it's the thought that counts, so I appreciate that. <laughs> That's it. I just wanted you guys to know that. I appreciate the thought, buddy. They they say well, it's the thought that lie. counts. Yeah. I'm 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 not I'm not gonna and, and that's what Bobby Banks on. Oh, it's the thought that counts. Cool. Right, hey, yeah. just wanted to let you guys know. Thought I about, about it. it. I, well, uh, in all honesty, Bob, Bobby's Bobby's one of my one of my best friends in the world. I think I've only bought him one bottle of whiskey, and it was uh it was Monkey Shoulder. So like I, it wasn't well, anything I, special. I actually thought about it because your birthday passed. I think I don't know. Um, no, it did. And, uh, I was like, man, I really want to get him something. And Dana made a, my wife made a point and she said, if you get him a whiskey, you're getting, you're, all you're doing is getting something that you want to drink with him. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go drink half his bottle. That's what's going to happen. And, <laughs> and, and normally you're right. And, but in these different times, that's why I bought him a bottle of something I've been holding on to waiting to open so that we can open it together <laughs> and not be in the same room. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Uh, I guess that's it. anything else you guys want to talk about. Well, I mean, you asked Bobby what he was drinking right now. You didn't ask me, Aaron. Yeah. Oh my God! Look, I lost place. <laughs> See, this is what happens. I lose my place. Uh, I did. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel bad. I'm so sorry. What are you drinking, buddy? Aaron, what are you drinking? Oh, thanks for asking, buddy. I really appreciate that feeling included here. Um, so I, I mentioned this on, the on, uh, I had mentioned this before on the, on the Facebook group. I may have said it on a podcast as well. Um, but I, I killed my Oban 14. Um, and I am actually tonight drinking the Oban 18. Oh, wow. And I love it. Oh man. It's, it's, I, I don't, I don't know that I love it more than the 14, I, but, but I see myself going back and forth, you know, like I, like I can see myself really, really feeling like they're, they're very, they're very distinct. Um, I think, um, this one has much more rounded edges than the 14 does. I taste almost none of the sort of like, I, I always say it's like a, like a distant smoke that I get out of the, um, out of the 14. Maybe a little bit on the finish I get of this, but I get that sort of all the way through on the on the 14. I don't get as much of it on this. On this, I, I really get honey um, a lot. Um, I'll, but it's it's weird. So because you'll often get like a honey molasses type thing off of a bourbon, um, but this is more of like a floral honey, if that makes sense. Like almost like a honey suckle I get on the like on the nose, mm. um, and then the taste has has a lot of honey. Um, it's <sighs> I keep saying honey, which is very sweet, and it tastes like honey, but more of like a subdued honey, like not like a super sweet, uh, blow you away honey. Um, I re- I really, I really like it. Um, but yeah, I can see myself going, going back and forth between the 14 and the 18 as to which one I prefer in the moment. Um, I think the 14 has more complexity than the 18. Um, which, uh, contrary to what Bobby would have you think, just me saying something is less complex doesn't mean that I don't like it. It's just, it's just saying something about that whiskey. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the Oban 18 is really great. Me, uh, I, I would say that it's not as complex as the 14, but 
me saying that it's not complex doesn't mean I don't like it. I've argued with Bobby about that before. Um, but it's, it's good. I would say, I would say it doesn't have the, I never what? said that, I never said that it's just don't like it. I always say, you know, I have whiskeys that are just forgettable. And that's what I, when I think complex, I just mean, it's not that I turn it down. It's just, if it's there, I'll drink it. If not, you know, I just forget about it. All I'm saying is you, you were, you were get, you were just in jest, I think, giving me crap when we were talking about the Omrit. And I was saying it wasn't complex. You were just giving me crap on that, uh, that episode when we were talking about it. I'm just trying to bust your balls back. I just, um, got mad again. just said it again. So that makes sense. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I, re- I really like the 18. Like I said, not as complex as the 14. I don't think it has as much of that sort of distant smoke that I get from the 14, and not as much of the brine. It's a little briny, um, the 18, but I, I don't think it's as briny as the as the 14 is. But it's pretty good overall. I, I definitely like it. In some cases, I prefer it to the uh, to the to the 14. But again, I could see it going sort of either way. I'm, I know you love your Obans. You have the 18. What haven't you had? I haven't had the Little Bay, okay. which I hear good things about. Um, there, there might be one more. They, they don't, they don't have many expressions. Occasionally, they'll have like a special edition of something, which is actually what the 18 was. The 18 um, was every bottle of 18 says limited edition on it. Um, they made the 18 as a special release for the United States because the United States was their biggest, um, their biggest market for it. We just bought up all of the 14 and, uh, it wasn't available for the longest time. So then they actually made the 18 and made it a release specifically for the United States initially, just sort of as a thank you and a sorry that we couldn't get you the 14. So yeah, it's really good overall. All right. Well, cool. So, uh, Thanks to everybody for uh, for listening this week. Thanks for uh, downloading the show. And uh, you know, again, we're not all in the studio. We know the sound quality is not that not as great as it usually is. But we appreciate everybody continuing to listen. We hope you appreciate um, you know just our little service. While so many other people out there are doing uh, tremendously bigger things uh, like our local distilleries. Thanks always for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening this week to the Cash Chasers podcast. As we mentioned before, the Cash Chasers group is still very active even during the quarantine. If you want to see what virtual events we have lined up, be sure to check out our Facebook group or any other social media platform at Cash Chasers. We have a lot of great stuff happening all the time from virtual tastings to expert discussions and even some great whiskey-related mixology classes. There are plenty of ways to keep yourself preoccupied for a little while, and we would love to have you. In the meantime, stay healthy, stay safe, and remember, Cash Chasers, it's not about finding the perfect dram, it's all in the chase.